Well, hey, howdy, hey. How are you, everybody? This is Chris Ringley, your spooky friend, spooky Chris, uh, and welcome to my little podcast. Uh, it is November 2022. It's just after the elections. Boy, oh boy. I mean, I'm sure we're all a little glad uh, the elections are over, whatever uh, leanings you may have. Uh, you know, getting, you know, text messages begging for money from from rich folks and kind of like raising alarms as if the end of the world is coming is, is not the most fun. Um, and believe me, uh, I took the election and my stance uh, on things very, very seriously, but man alive. <laughs> it's rough when, when it's like, we just need lots of money so we can put out more ads that attack our rival and don't really help people or add anything to the world other than more nastiness and unfortunately it's it's the game that you have to play with all of this uh it's just kind of part and parcel with it and which is the, the grossest thing uh you know and I, obviously there are books and probably classes and all kinds of stuff to pinpoint when this happened or that happened or when things took a turn i'm sure many would point to when uh when they had the the televised debates and I believe it was Nixon looked too sweaty and he just didn't look well. Um, and it kind of did that campaign in for him back in the day. Uh, so this is not, none of this is new. I'm sure, you know, nastiness has been around forever. Uh, politics breeds it. And unfortunately we're all in the, the crossfire of it. Um, it just, it's horrible when literally, um, people's lives are kind of held hostage by this and their freedoms and, um, you know, just our own with climate change so much. And it comes down to who can be the most, the nastiest and the most believable, believable in the lies. Cause, it, and that's the thing too, is I, I'll never understand. I appreciate, um, my governor here in Michigan, uh, because, and, and who knows, someone could point out, well, you know, and that's fine. I didn't come across anything that was going into the plot against her, um, and using it for political, uh, artillery. Now, again, someone somewhere might find something. I didn't see anything, which says something because I was bombarded by so much of this stuff. So it was good. It was, it was nice to see that if nothing else, but it's it like I say. It's depressing when you, you afterwards you hear the numbers of oh boy they spent this person spent sixteen million dollars and this person spent that much money and then this isn't even getting them elected. It's just throwing money into the wind that doesn't help anyone in the end and doesn't even you know get this person elected. It just causes more static. But that's not. I'm not really. Uh, here to talk about uh, the election per se, but more about just it's strange to me, and it's it, it you know, rich people have always had the spotlight and, and you know, the, the the microphone and the platform. That's just how it is. But it's become more and more disturbing to see all of these rich people. 
who are desperate to get into space and and do all these things, but not do anything good um, or valuable. Um, you know, heaven knows. I you, we you know I, I look forward to us being in space and, and and advancing that, and it probably will take someone wealthy because our government is so mired in it in its own nonsense that it's hard to uh, get funding for some of these projects because you know and again because and I get it because you look at it, it's like well, we're just going to space that doesn't you know, it doesn't feed the homeless, doesn't do this and doesn't do that. And, and I absolutely understand and, and can appreciate that sentiment. But I also think that we we put too little value in the striving and dreaming part of our culture and our nature as humans. Um, we dismiss that part. Uh, and mostly as, as an aside, like, well, NASA shouldn't have that much money. It's not feeding the rich. It's not, ha, ha, that's a funny, feeding the rich. That's actually pretty accurate. It's not feeding the poor. It's not saving people. It's not doing this. It's not doing that. And again, I, I get it, and I can't argue, though one can say that a lot of the advances we had had as a culture came from uh, space exploration and the, the pursuit of that. But, uh, but I get that, uh, and I, I can't argue it. But we also have to understand that we, as a as a, a race of beings, uh, need to keep reaching, need to keep striving, need to keep pushing past ourselves. Um, you know, we need to take care of our, our our people. We need to take care of this planet. We need to do a lot of things. But we also need to take care of that part of us that dreams, and we are not doing that enough. Um, so I'm sure it will be some rich person that that funds that stuff and that's fine but lord so much of it is just self-aggrandizement and self-like just worship uh the easiest person to look at is elon musk uh but he's not the only one you know i, I look at where i live i live in flint michigan and i love flint but it drives me crazy big time crazy but i look at flint and there are areas that are just beyond repair and areas that are nearing that. And it's the depressed culture. It is the depression of losing so much industry, so many jobs. Um, it's, uh, you know, generation of generation born into poverty and des desperation with nothing to look forward to and nowhere to look towards for, for hope or help. Uh, so I get it, you know, and it's one of those things, there's so many uh, rental houses in in th these areas now. And I don't have, I mean, I don't have problems with people wanting to rent because you should want to better your situation. The problem is, is with uh, renters that don't care about anything and owners that just are cashing that government check. And you get a lot of both. And so the areas kind of decline and everything kind of goes to crap. And I think of all this and I think about what a little bit of money from these people who want to go to space and want to buy, buy uh, uh, social media platforms so they can control things or they want to do this or they want to do that. They want to have 
18 houses and 100 cars and all this nonsense. And I think of what just a little bit of money in, in areas like where I live could do to change things. Now, a handout doesn't change a person's heart. But a hand forward, you know, like a hand a hand up, I think they call it, um, can change someone. Um, living in an area where it's not burned out houses everywhere, where there's hope, where there's industry, where there's jobs. Like these people that are this wealthy, imagine if they actually took some of their wealth, you know, and I'm sure they, they give to charity and this and that. And I've, I've learned myself how, how much uh, just uh, jaw jackery that is. To, to make those claims because so much of it is just to get tax write-offs and to get away with things. Um, so yeah, you'll, you'll do write downs like, Oh gosh, I gave, I give to charity. I gave this so much money to this and to that. Oh, look how great I am. But what if they actually did it? What if they actually came to cities, to areas that were desperate for help? A lot of these people have like corporations have industry. Um, what if they, they targeted these areas and said, you know what? I can make a difference. I can help. I can change things. And they didn't do it because they want to they wanna get more fame and more money necessarily. They did it because they want to help the world. The thing we all miss, the thing that uh, political people miss all the time is that we're all in this together. That we're, we're all in one giant boat. We want to blame the, you know, Biden because, oh, the economy tanked, and oh, jobs are gone. But then we discount the fact that COVID took a lot of, a lot of our jobs away. Uh, industry basically had out. They're like, oh, hey, I can get rid of those jobs, and I don't have to pay people. I can, pay, I can make somebody do two jobs, and I can get rid of one of them. Um, there's a, a war in another country that is bordering on becoming a world war, and it screwed up the economy. Because it's screwed up, like, like how food is distributed, how our gas is, like how our fuel, like all this, it's all affected by that. P president can't change it. Uh, even if we pull all our funding, all you're doing is basically allowing a genocide, like just to run rampant. And and and, and I get it. As Americans, a lot of us are like, I don't care. It ain't in my backyard. And that's the grossest thing about our culture now is that we are very much like it's weird because that's what got us that's what what let world war ii get out of control to a degree is we were just had our arms folded like i ain't doing that again i ain't getting involved and it's like unfortunately we're all in this together while there's a lot of stuff with globalism that's a pain in the neck and that isn't healthy um to a degree we are all we're all in the same boat. I keep going over the same kind of metaphor, but we are in the same boat. Yeah, folks in New York don't care about how folks in Flint are doing. Folks in Flint don't care about how folks in Fiji are doing. But we are all part of the same planet. So if this planet goes kaput, none of us really have any moral high ground to stand on because it'll all be underwater. Um, and you can't save everyone. You can't help everyone. Um, but you can try. And it's disgusting how people with so much money, um, they pick their pet charity and, oh, I've given a million here. I've given a million. And it's great. It's, the problem is that we are, as a, again, as a culture, 
and I am victim to this as well. Like I do this all the time, you know, passive, um, charity where we are not, our hands are clean. We're not involved. We're, we're writing a check. We're handing uh, uh, money over, but we're not boots on the ground involved. And that's not like I expect, you know, Richie Joe to go and I'll just keep using Flint, but to come to Flint and start handing out meals and handing out $100 bills and doing this and that, I don't expect that. But it'd be great if they cared. And it's funny because uh, I believe Elon Musk had been, had done something like that in Flint. Like he had given uh, laptops away or something, Chromebooks, I think, something like that. So I can't outright just throw him into a big garbage pile, you know, completely. But in saying that, that's such a, a drop in the bucket. Like, I, 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 and it helps for a minute. And you have to kind of find in, in, in an investment beyond that moment. Because again, it's, it becomes like a passive gift. Like, oh, hey, everybody, here's a carton of Chromebooks that'll last, you know, maybe a year, maybe two years. And then just, you know, some will, some will get broken, some will disappear, some will just age out. And then what? And it's one of those things where so much money is wasted. And it's funny because so much money is wasted, but they, they, they still could do all of the stuff they do. They could still get their yachts. They could still go to space. They could still buy all this stuff. But if they slice off a little, um, you could do so much good. And again, I think of, of like the, the houses in this area. You could you could buy up blocks for less. I mean, uh, so much less than a million dollars, and build houses, and let let the local folks figure out what to do with houses. You can bring industry to areas like ours. Um, you can encourage industry. You can help put kids to college. You can say, hey, here's here's money to send X amount of people to college. It's it goes on and on, and and I can sit there and make a wish list of all of these things that sh I believe should happen. But I, who am I? Who am I to say that? Um, because it's not for me to choose for these things to happen. But it's just such a drag when you see so much nonsense from these folks who, you know, there's the guy that runs FTX and he had enough smarts to create something, you know, and to build something and to get all of this wealth. And it's funny, I saw he lost so much wealth, yet he still has 900 and some odd million dollars. Like he blew it all out of his his idiocy and... and um, just self-interest. Um, and he's still a super millionaire, like just shy of a billionaire. It's crazy. But these people can, that can destroy companies, destroy fortunes of, you know, destroy, uh, livelihoods, destroy, um, uh, retirements. And they pay no price, really. They kind of just sail off in their ships at the end of the day and they kind of low live their best lives and they kind of shrug and say, sorry, better luck next time. I mean, what you've seen with Warner brothers, like they come in and it's, I just can't imagine that the work of all these people, all of this stuff, it's that it's somewhere down the line on, on a line item. It looks better to, you know, take a dump on a hundred million dollars of a movie. You didn't, you decided you didn't want to put out into the shelve it into other projects 
and that that looks better for the taxes than to just put the product out and just if it doesn't work out we'll just say eh, better luck next time we'll, we'll make better investments next time it's just crazy it's crazy how all of this works it's frustrating it's frustrating seeing how you know how many of our cities are falling apart and you know, we, we turn to the government and, we, you know, some of us are like, I want small government. And then others are, you know, I want governments to take care of everything. And in the end, it's not, the government can't take care of everything, whether we'd like it to or not. And private people, people who have the money, who have the, the, the connections, the wealth that can go, come into areas, and especially like folks that are from areas where they, they had connections to. And they could do so much, and they just kind of meh. Um, and gosh, it's weird. Michael Moore, you know, made made his his name on Flint, and you know, definitely leaned into that for years and years and years, and made a lot of movies talking about Flint. But there was a point, and he just kind of stopped coming back. Like he had family in the area. Um, I mean, he's he's from a, a, a suburb of Flint, but. Um, and I'm sure I, I know he had done things here and there, but I know a whole lot of filmmakers that have big dreams and could have used someone like that, their knowledge, their connections, their, their passion to help them. But he went to a, a, a kind of bed and breakfast community, um, to start a big film festival and to kind of live his best life there. And Hey man, you do you, but it's weird. And, 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 and I will say this too. No one is necessarily responsible for anybody but themselves. So it's not like he's, you have to do these things. How dare you? You, but it's interesting that he, like so many others, like kind of made their dime off of us. And then Adiost and, you know, the area he lives in now and is is kind of building up didn't really need him whereas we did and again it's not to pick on him it's not to pick on elon musk it's not to pick on anybody particularly it's just the idea of folks that have power that have wealth um, they have that have talent and they the stay where it's you know where it's comfortable in every which way but loose. Um, you know, I, I may loathe Kid Rock. He is human garbage. But I will say, uh, the dude has lived in this area, like, you know, relatively speaking, in very wealthy areas. But he's, he, he stayed in Michigan for a long time. Um, and he, he was a, you know, around in Michigan. There is something as little as I can say positive about that dude, that there is something to say about that. Um, so many folks just get rich and kind of go to where all the rich people are and where it's comfortable and, and, and they get to kind of go and, and live their, their easy lives and they, and they don't. They act as if, like, uh, you know, new number who dis. And again, it's a drag. It's a drag uh, because... We need we need the role models in these these communities looking for help. You know, we need the money, we need the the jobs, we need all of that, but we need we need the people too. We need the passion. We need gosh, more than any of the, you know, just 
writing a check is the idea of investing yourself in your passion and your talent back into an area. Like, you know, if you're a sports person coming back and giving back, and I, and I will say it again, asterisk, a bunch of sports folks from our area have come back um, and done like clinics and stuff. So they have come back and tried to give back. And I, I that's pretty cool. Um, but, uh, you know, so much of it is we, we strive for fame and money. And then as soon as we get it, we're like, I'm out. See you later. And act like we don't remember where we're from. And that's such a sad, sad state. Um, and such a sad reflection on who we are as a culture um, that we're all so desperate, like, like, you know, animals clawing at each other to get up and get money and get, get better than the next guy. And then we just kind of run off and, and are never seen again. And that's a bummer. And, and with the, the election having just passed, you know, it's just, it's, it's like the same, it's like a merry-go-round and none of, none of the stops are in a good spot. You know, it's, it's three step forward, four steps back. And we're in, in a time where we need the people with the resources to start pulling their weight because the average people can't do it right now. You know, we're, we're struggling to work. We're struggling to, to survive, um, to find the light in the darkness. And it takes someone that doesn't have to worry about how are they going to feed the kids? How are they going to make it to work? Uh, how are they going to pay their house note? Um, it, it, it takes those people that don't have to worry about that to invest into humanity and into our, our country and our culture and the world to try to save us from ourselves. And there's always hope. Um, you know, I, as pessimistic as, as I am, there's always, there's always hope. There's always hope for all of us, um, for the, for the worst of us and the best of us. And there's hope, um, for things to get better, but man alive, it's, it's going to take some people investing more than just a check once in a while, like an absent parent, um, trying to pay for their kid, uh, to save us and to really make a difference. Friends, I am the one and only spooky Chris. You can find my stuff at spookychris.com. I'm an author. Uh, just finished a new book. It'll be out in 2023. So a whole lot of books coming out in 2023. Uh, I'm a podcaster, filmmaker, all around ne'er do well. You can like I say, find myself at spookychris.com. I hope you are well. I hope you are safe. I hope you're relatively happy and I will talk to you sooner than you think. Take care.